Are you dead ass? Micah, you don't have to lie to me. Bye. Derek tried to get Micah to stay, but he knew she was pissed. I can't believe you would ask me that. Then why would you run away from the police? I freaked out. I was called down to the office and saw two officers waiting for me. I felt like I couldn't breathe, so I ran out of the school. I couldn't go in there. But Nia, you gotta know I would never hurt Ronnie. If you didn't do it, then turn yourself in. Jason, stop! No, no, too late for that little lady. He about to get his ass whooped. I'm finna kill you, old man. Uh-uh, no, no. Get off of Dad, me! Dad, put the gun down! Move! No! Hey, you. This is Tales of the Text. Short fiction stories filled with drama, secrets, and plot twists marinated in black tea and college culture. Today's tale is Shared Ride. Here we are at Douglas University, located in one of America's largest black-populated states, Georgia. Douglas is known as the HBCU, a place where both the black elite and the black working class attend. Then parties kind of lit, too. And a party is where we find ourselves, not just any party, but a celebration for Parker and Cash's new joint business venture. Cash is the boyfriend of Parker, half a cliche. He's tall, skin like mocha, and handsome. But guess what? His parents got money too. And Parker, 20, is known for her stunning eyes and beautiful chocolate skin. Parker is the beauty and brains behind their new app, Shared Ride. Shared Ride was developed as a response to the unfair treatment by Douglas students from the other popular rideshare apps. Parker's ultimate goal is to have a rideshare app that serviced everyone, paid the folks doing the work, and could be collectively owned. Go ahead, y'all. So, Shared Ride was the perfect plan on paper. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Parker and I have worked tirelessly to bring you something innovative, exciting, and transformative in the rideshare app environment. Just about everyone uses one of these apps. Either you're driving or you're getting driven, right? But for too long, we have been at the whim of others as it relates to our money and safety. So with Share Ride, we take the power back. For us, by us, Together, we can avoid racist drivers, we can avoid getting cheated out of our hard-earned money, and we can build something for black folks. The crowd was eating his little speech up. Parker wrote it, but Parker gets anxious in front of crowds larger than three. Cash finished the speech and walked off stage to his beloved Parker, who was waiting with open arms. You did great, babe. I am so proud of you. Just as Cash and Parker were sharing their little smooch, Jahari steps up. Jahari was a modern-day version of Malcolm X, head of the Black Student Union, and always a headache for those he identified as sellouts or Uncle Toms. 
Brother Cash. That was a powerful speech you gave. An even more powerful project you all got. I had to come and commend you. <laughs> Is that a compliment from Jahar? Now, I give credit where it's due, though I am surprised. Those are words of someone undoubtedly done for the people. Norm Parker, someone like herself. So what you trying to say? Nothing. I'm just speaking aloud. You have a nice night. Cash, Parker. Later that night in the car, Cash was hot. He doesn't like being challenged, and he's had beef with Jahari since he usurped him as head of BSU. He was also upset with Parker because he felt she didn't stick up for him. Are you going to be like this the whole way home? You didn't say anything to do. I need my woman to stand with me, and you didn't. Cash, I'm sorry, but what did you want me to say? It doesn't matter now. They sit in tense silence for a moment. And the rideshare driver realizes that they were having an important conversation, but he needed to let them know, y'all car declined and we at your destination, so who paying? Cash looks at Parker irate before moving to pay their driver. The next day, in the cafeteria, Parker felt terrible about last night. Cash was upset with her. She found a bug in her app, and her account was overdrafted. Welcome to college life. But speaking with her best friend, Candace, usually lifted her spirits. It should be criminal to charge someone a fee because they overdraft. I'm already broke, obviously. Why would you find me for it? Girl, these banks don't care about you or nobody else. Yeah, what kind of weirdo charges you for being poor? Half of Douglas University, the MBAs and finance departments. Not all of them. Girl, yes, all. We are generalizing today. Cash isn't like that. He wants to help folks. He's not like the rest of those trust fund kids. (laughs) He has a trust fund and wants to work in corporate America. What's different now? Plus, ain't y'all fighting? Why you defending him? Yeah, he hasn't answered any of my texts. He is so petty. You need to go get you one of the fine brothers working in tech like you. Then you could get some help with the app from your man instead of whatever Cash be doing. (laughs) Girl, stop. First off, I don't need help. I need more hours in the day. I just work too much. Girl, you shouldn't work at all. Cash should be taking care of you. His family own half the school and you and me out here paying tuition. (laughs) It doesn't work like that. Cut Cash some slack. Tell Cash to cut you a check so you can work on y'all's enterprise and not be in debt. That would be nice, but girls have used Cash in the past for his family's money and connections, so I try to be sensitive to that. Well, at this rate, you're going to need a second job. You're going to end up driving on your own app to make ends meet. That's actually not a bad idea. Then I could make my own schedule and check for any bugs. Can I use your car? Please. Oh, honey, I was joking. Uh, when I kiss you, I get a spark. Your body will work a Later that night, in Parker's dorm room, Parker's love struggles continued. It was two weeks later, and her and Cash were still a bit rocky. 
as Cash became distant after the incident at their event. Boy, it's time to get over it. But Parker had a plan for Cash. Hey, Cash, what are you doing? Just got out of meeting. What's up? I made dinner and there's a lot left. I wanted to see if you would want to stop by to eat. I'm a bit tired and got to prep for my exams on Friday. Okay, no worries. Speaking of your exams, I was hoping we could celebrate after Friday. We'll both be done for the semester. I wanted to make reservations. Yeah, that should be cool. Let's set something up tensively. As I might have some plans. Oh, okay, okay, well... I gotta go. So I'll talk to you later, okay? All right, love. Uh... Friday comes. Parker is finished with her school duties for the semester and has finished her coding for Shared Ride for this evening. Now she just awaits confirmation of her date with Cash. Uh, who has yet to communicate with her today? Her makeup is complete, her fit is selected, and she is ready to decompress with a romantic night with her man. She calls Cash to get her answer. Hey Cash, I know you said you would text me, but it was getting late, and I wanted to see if we were still going out tonight. Yeah, babe, I'm sorry. Been swamped this week. Today's really no different. I don't think tonight is going to work. Oh. Yeah, babe. My bad. But I'll make it up to you, all right? I promise. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. It's not a big deal. I-, I admire how dedicated you are to your work. Parker was devastated, but wouldn't tell Cash that. She wanted to be a good girlfriend, a supportive one. But she had not seen him all week, nor had she really communicated with him. And she was feeling neglected. She was all set to spend the night with her boo and work on getting their relationship back to normal. She was feeling sent off and had no backup plans. Parker found herself in her car in her fit she had picked out and her makeup done. Still in her feelings, but feeling herself and determined to not obsess over the situation and be productive. With no plans for the night, Parker decided to go driving for shared ride. She could make some extra money, test the app, and maybe take her mind off her struggling love life. Parker's driving and coming to some dorms. She turns down her music and brings her car to a stop. She sees the first person of the night she is picking up, Lux, a little 20-year-old cutie pie, dark skin, short hair, brown eyes, dripped in designer. Lux gets in the vehicle, and so does another person, Erica. I thought there was only one person. That's what I requested. Me too. I think the app is messed up. To catch another ride, it'll take too long, so I'm fine taking it together if y'all cool with it. Lux and Parker make disapproving eyes towards each other, but Parker waves them both in the car and puts both their locations into the GPS and drives off. Hello? So before we go to the first location, I have a little detour. We gotta pick up my man. Well, usually you have to put the locations in the app so it can calculate the gas. It's on the way. It'll be fine. 
I'll throw you the five dollars if you need it that badly. Parker did not appreciate the comment from the girl or the extra stop, but she didn't care to continue the conversation. Parker hastily drives off. I love both of your outfits. You ladies are killing it. Oh, thank you so much. You're so sweet. I had the weekend off, so I had to show out. I've been working non-stop. Speaking of which... Lux goes digging in her bag and pulls out her business card and places it in Parker's cup holder and gives one to Erica. Huh. Promo and shade. They call me the brow queen. I always hook it up for first-time clients. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks, but I don't really get my brows done like that. Oh, honey, I can tell. That's why I gave you the card. Okay, tell me how you really feel. Uh, Don't take it personal. I am looking out. You wouldn't be playing all these sad songs and have smeared eyeliner if you had your brow game up. And maybe a little more contouring. (laughs) Whoa, y'all are too much. Y'all fight just like my friends do. What you mean? You both seem comfortable with each other, just with how you talk. Parker tried to hide it, but Lux's comments actually got to her a bit. Parker had not noticed her eyeliner was running. She forgot she cried a bit after talking with Cash earlier. And she never cleaned her face. Lux was doing her makeup and her brows in the back seat, which low-key impressed Parker, though she would never tell her. Her skills were evident and was true to her name, Brow Queen. After driving for a bit and dropping off Erica, Parker noticed that they were approaching a familiar neighborhood. Okay, you can take a right here and pull up to that building. Parker was shocked. This was Cash's building. Here she was trying to take her mind off Cash, and this is the first location she finds herself at. Lux was fixing her hair and checking her makeup one last time. Lux took a call. Parker saw Jahari walking out of the building. Oh, hell, that must be her boyfriend. Huh? Yet another coincidence. But to Parker, it was a sign that she needed to talk to Cash. She started typing out a text. Hey, baby, we're outside. Hurry so we're not late. The car door opens and Lux immediately began screaming with joy. Parker could hear kissing noises and felt awkward, so she tried not to make eye contact. Just as Parker finished her text to Cash, she looked up to see his ass in the back seat. Say it ain't so. Parker was silent. Cash and Lux were caking it in the back seat hard too. Making things worse, They were romancing and flirting so much, Cash had not yet noticed his girlfriend was driving him. I'm so happy you made time tonight. I needed some time with my baby. Anything for you, baby girl. My goodness, where did you get your license? (laughs) Chill out. 
We okay? Why don't you tell me about your day? Parker was pissed. Cash never acted this sweetly towards her. He was always aloof and short, but she always figured it was because he was tired from school and work. But to see him with this other girl acting different, it added a whole other layer to her anger and hurt. After driving for a bit, though, it became clear that Parker wasn't driving towards Lux's requested destination. Where you going, girl? Hey, you missed our turn. Cash goes to tap Parker on the shoulder. And at that moment, Cash and Parker made eye contact through the rearview mirror. His eyes go wide and his entire demeanor shifts. Of all the people in the world who could have been his driver, it was Parker. Both saw the other, neither said a thing, just drove in silence. And Lux was oblivious. Okay, you're nowhere near our destination now. I'm looking at the GPS. Are you lost? Cash, say something. Yeah, um, do you need help navigating? Parker wouldn't respond to either. She just kept driving with a slight smile on her face. Lux was becoming frustrated with the situation while Cash was becoming nervous, as he should be. Parker turned up the music louder and jumped on the expressway and began speeding immediately. Are you deaf or are you stupid? You need to slow down and I need you to stop the car until you figure out where you're going. Cash, say something. Parker turned the music up as loud as it could go and kept driving. She got off at the expressway and was now driving through an industrial area with no working streetlights. Okay, let me out of this car right now. Pull over. Yo, Parker, chill out and pull the car over. Parker slammed on the brakes and pulled over to a secluded area. She turned down the music and slowly turned around to both Cash and Lux. Is there a problem? What the hell? What in the world is wrong with you? And what did you just call her? Do you know this crazy girl? Cash. Yeah. Do you know the crazy girl, Cash? I'm speaking to you, Cash. Say something right now. Do you know her or not? She's my... She's my girlfriend. Excuse me? You better be lying, Cash. Are you serious right now? How long? About a year and like a couple of months or something. Eight. Wait, is this the girl you said you broke up with? Look, it's complicated. Just listen, baby. Get out, both of you. I'm not doing nothing. Take us back home. Parker reveals a knife and points the blade towards the door. Both Cash and Lux are shaken and speechless and start moving out of the vehicle. Parker gets out and stands apart from both Cash and Lux. Yo, Parker, relax. Please put the knife down so we can talk about this. There's a lot to talk about, Cash. Right, Lux? Wait, what's going on? Come on, Cash. Did you think we didn't know? 
You thought you would outsmart the two of us? Like we wouldn't catch on to your hot and cold acts with us both? Yo, what's with all the theatrics? Why drive me all the way out here then? What, you gonna stab me? Don't be silly. I'm not going to jail over no boy. I know that's right. The knife was just to scare you. Same as the drive here. But so we could also tell you something important. Lux, why don't you tell him? Well, Cash, you know how you were partners with Parker on the Rideshare app? Well, not anymore. What are you talking about? Well, since you're never around or even involved with the project, it wasn't too difficult to switch out your share of the company with Lux instead. There's no way. I'll sue both you asses. Oh, Cash. Possession is nine-tenths of the law, and your name is on none of the paperwork. Really? Aside from everything else, I messed up. But we're still business partners. You need me. Where you two gonna get the rest of the seed money, huh? Oh, that's the best part. We've secured two million in investment. Speaking of which... We have to get to our meeting. Y'all don't think y'all about to leave me out here, do you? Come on, girl. We gotta go. What happened? I have no idea. It all happened really fast. I, I'm I'm sure he was stabbed. You stabbed him? No, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. You think he'll call the police? Cash his bougie ass. Hmm, he normally might. But considering how it all went down, probably not. Just focus on our meeting. He got what he deserved. I didn't want to hurt him. Me neither. But he'll be fine. Eight months later... We find ourselves at Shared Ride Headquarters, the number one sharing app in Georgia, soon to be number one in the country. We're in Parker's office. Awards, celeb photos, and magazines decorate her office. All accomplishments made possible by the success of her app, Shared Ride. With the help of Lux, this app had a competent promoter and liaison. While leaving time for Parker to work on the eternal and technical aspects. Parker is typing away at her computer as usual, and then there's a knock at the door. Hey, Park, you got a minute? Sure, what's up? Well, we received a strange email today. What is it? You should probably just read it. The email read, hello girls. I hope all is well. You should know in time all truth will be revealed. You two are not the sole owners of Shared Ride. And I and my colleagues will be coming after you with love, Anonymous. Parker turns to Lux, whose expression was the same as hers, Tara. But they also both received the following text. We are going to destroy both of you, leaving you. Let us know if you want a part two.
Now that we have your attention, go to your favorite app. You know, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Search Tales of the Text. Subscribe or follow. Press play. And duh, if you like what you hear, share with your friends. Till next time. Tales of the Text is created and executive produced by Joy Mitchell. Writer is Nicholas Richard Thompson. Parker, voiced by Lauren Giles. Cash, voiced by William Spate. Candace, voiced by Lauren Kuliser. Jahari, voiced by Frederick Meade III. Lux, voiced by Janelle Evans. Erica, voiced by Antares Da Vinci. Guest listener narrator, Labria. Narrator, Joy Mitchell. Sound designed by JLS Audio. Music, Epidemic Sound.